Hello, hello. You're listening to Ignite Your Light with Zara Black. Today I wanted to discuss the topic of wicked men do not change. Now I mean wicked men as in just man, man existing. So, you know, not saying it's just all men that are wicked, (laughs) but, you know, just referring to man as human beings, right? So that's wicked women, wicked men, okay? Now, I do not think that people change, especially when we're talking about adults here. Because if we're talking about kids, okay, of course kids might change. You know, I mean, me, for example, I was quite a naughty girl at school. You know, I was always getting sent out on detentions and always, you know, having some kind of argument with the teacher, disrupting the class, blah, 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 you know, that kind of thing. But now I think I'm more of a gentle, laid back, observer kind of type, you know, except when I'm faced with injustice, then you're going to hear from me. (laughs) If I see there's some ounce of injustice somewhere, I'm very likely to step out and speak up about that. But, you know, I think children can change, you know, they're still impressionable, they're still figuring out who they are in the world. They're still trying to, you know, find their bearings. You know, who am I? You know, the golden question. Um, Funnily enough, I think uh, a lot of us are still asking this question in adulthood, aren't we? (laughs) But that's for another topic, you know. But when it comes to an adult, a lot of us are set in our ways already, you know. So the way we kind of view the world or let me say our coping mechanisms are already set in stone, you know. If you have, you know, low self-esteem, that can be kind of difficult to break out of. You know, if you've got a low sense of self-worth, you know, your um, self-image or perception that you've got of yourself, it can be quite difficult to change. Likewise, if you're wicked, that's not likely to change either because it's set in stone. You actually feel that it's okay to be that way. It's okay to harm people. It's okay to lie to people, to trick people, to hoodwink people, you know. Uh, You think it's okay, so why would you stop, you know? Now, you see with a lot of abusive people, more often than not, they have got a past. They have a history of abusing people. You know, if you're listening and, you know, you've been abused by somebody it's quite likely that you're not the first person that they've abused. If you go on to their exes, or even if it's in their family, you know, they might have other siblings that they've abused, you will not be the first person, I can guarantee you, that has been at the hands of this abuser. The same goes for workplaces. If you've got an abusive or wicked person in the in the workplace, you know, Um, chances are they've done it to employees before and probably gotten away with it. And that's why they think, okay, everybody knew that comes in this company. I'm going to make it hard for them. I'm going to humiliate them. I'm going to, you know, kind of show them up or what have you. Okay. A wicked person is very, very unlikely to change because they are set in their ways. They think it is okay to treat people like this. They've gotten away with it in the past. And they're very likely to keep doing it again and again and again. 
you know, and that's one thing that people really need to understand. You know, I think a lot of people are delusional in their thinking that, you know, oh, he'll change or oh, she'll change with time and they'll change. And, you know, you spend your life hoping for a change in somebody instead of just doing the smarter thing and just taking it at face value you know this is what we can see here this is what is tangible this is this is all the data that I have at the moment on this person so how am I going to now create a whole new persona for this person I'm going to create a whole new script for this person okay I'm just imagine that one fine day they're going to turn into this person that doesn't abuse you know that's what I would like. This is the narrative that I would like. This is how I want the story to go. But, but what are the odds of that actually happening? Oh, okay. You think that you're going to come in, you know, maybe tell them about themselves or you think you're so special that you're going to just come into their life and you're going to change them you know, you're going to pray for them or you're going to just hope and wish, you know, that they're just going to magically change. And this is a whole adult. This is a whole adult we're talking about here. So why do you think you're going to come in and change this person? Because as I said, this person most likely already has a history of abuse, manipulation, what have you under their belt okay I know people who have been abusive in relationships and lo and behold if you go into their family they're abusing their mothers they're abusing their sisters they're abusing people around them you know extorting their parents they're doing all sorts of things so why do you now think you're going to be friends with this person and you're not going to be on the receiving end of their abuse. Or you're not going to enter a relationship with this person. And not be at the receiving end of their abuse. I mean, to be honest, it's wishful thinking. It is. And here is where sometimes we want to put our narrative on them instead of taking it at face value. It's so much safer to do that. And having banked or try to, you know, put my narrative onto somebody that I saw was abusive, you know, just hoping, you know, that they would change, you know, or even believing rather they they would change. You know, I can now safely say on the other side of it, you know, that was kind of a foolish move. I should have taken it at face value because lo and behold, the person didn't change, you know, who in history has changed <laughs> that I've seen from becoming an abusive person to, you know, what they are now. You can go and check on, you know, if you're in a relationship with someone you feel is, is abusive, you can go and check their history. You can go on and check their exes and you will find that if not all, probably some of them have been abused by this person. I can guarantee you. And you see these abusers, especially narcissistic personalities, you know, they'll always create an elaborate story for you about how their exes abused them and kept their kids from them and 
didn't let them see their parents and did took all their money and they were so horrible used to belittle them and shame them about their weight and do all of this and you know lazing around the house and not doing nothing and you know it's always an elaborate story so when you come into the situation you'll automatically be sold that oh this person's a victim you know their ex was so bad so horrible so terrible to them oh i'm not going to be like that i'm going to protect this person you know you now feel it's your duty to look after this person okay so when they do start their abuse you will automatically be referred back to that story of how they were abused by their ex and you don't want to be nothing like their ex. I mean, some of these abusers will even go as far to say, you're just like her, you're just like my ex or, you know, you're just like my ex, you know, him, you know, you're just like them, you, you're all the same and you, you've tried to differentiate yourself by treating this person nice and really, you know, trying to look after them, you know. And this is how they kind of train you to stay in these kind of situations when you've seen the horns, you've seen the red flags, you know, you've seen, oh, okay, this person has another side to them, you know, and they'll get you to stay because you don't want to be like that abusive ex that they speak of, you know, you want to be different, you want to change the game, you want to change them, you know. So in the love bombing stage, they might give you all of that victimhood, uh, I was abused by my ex situation, but more often than not, they are the abuser. They are the ones that abuse their ex, okay? A lot of people can automatically just hate the ex that they don't even know, you know? They might start stalking the, 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 the ex's profiles and stuff like that, you know, just to see, you know, you know, I don't know, some kind of comparison or something like that. But you automatically hate the ex because of what they did to your wonderful partner, right? You know, how could she do something like that? She's a horrible person. You know, not knowing that this person has cleverly set it up so that you think bad of them. You know, you could never approach them and get the real story of what actually happened and stuff like that. You know, they'll cleverly set it up so that you don't do any digging and don't find out that they are the real abuser. You know, that's what these kind of people do. So I just think that why why invest so much in hoping that somebody will change when you know i mean there's people who've been in relationships for 30 years 10 years 15 years you know even 5 years and it's still the same you know if somebody's abusive or wicked you know they're withholding finances from you maybe if you're in in a marriage or whatever you know um, they're holding finances from you you know, they're manipulating you, they're abusing you, they're um, calling you names, belittling you, shaming you, cheating on you, you know, with these things, they last, <laughs> when somebody's cheating on you, you know, some people leave the first time, but mm, a large majority of people stay when they get cheated on, you know, oh, forgive and forget, you know, oh, we're going to work through it, we're going to, he's going to change, or she's going to change, she's sorry, 
you know, her ex just happened to be around and she just, you know, managed to slip and fall and end up at his house. She went to go and collect her blazer and, oh, you know, accidents happen and, you know, all of that. Same same thing with the guys, you know, oh, you know, this girl was just, you know, coming on to me and all that. And it just happened just once, just once, just give me another chance. And, you know, you do, you give them another chance and lo and behold, nine times out of 10, they will do exactly the same thing. Okay. They will do exactly the same thing. You go through their text messages. They're still messing with their baby mama, you know. They've got some new girl that they just met at the club, you know, one that they've just met, you know, on the street. And then they just met in Asda, you know. They have a history, okay. They have a history of this behavior. So how can we now, you know, plaster our narrative onto them and want it to be different? You know, of course, everybody thinks they found the perfect one, perfect partner, you know, love, 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 you know, you don't want it to end when you think you found a wonderful person. But if the person is showing you that they're not so wonderful, we ought to believe them. Otherwise, it's only us that's going to end up in pain when we finally have the courage to swallow the truth. And it is painful. It is so painful that we would rather just pretend that we don't even see it. It's not, it doesn't exist. You know, I did this for, I'll say years, um, in my relationship, you know, when my then boyfriend, you know, came home and, you know, he was flapping around and saying, oh my God, Sarah, it's a huge problem. There's a big problem we've got here. You know, oh, I, I don't, I don't even know what we're gonna do, Zara. You know, oh, this is a lot. And I'm like, okay, what is it? You know, what, what what's going on? You know, you know, genuinely concerned. So then he comes out with, you know, oh, you know, well, I've got, um, I've got an application in the Home Office, and you know, my lawyer says it's not gonna go through. So. Basically, since you're carrying my baby now, because I'm like, what, three months pregnant at this point, he's like, um, which he was very adamant for, by the way, he was very, very, you know, serious about, you know, having a baby with me, obviously, because he loved me so much, right? And it was, it was obviously a great idea because he's, you know, staple father and he would look after his kids and wouldn't leave me to be a single mom and suffer and, you know, do all that, you know, he'd, you know, walk the line with me, right? So after, you know, kind of convincing me <laughs> on that, you know, he comes home one day and he's like, he's got an application in the home office and he's going to need my passport, He's going to need my passport to help him stay in the country on the basis that he now has offspring in the country. And I was furious. I was like, so this is what it's all about? This is the real reason that you got me into this relationship? This was the real reason that this was, you know, moving so fast and it was whirlwind and you wanted children and you know you were so serious about me and loving me and this is what it's all about 
I was furious. I knew at that point, wow, I have been hoodwinked. But the pain of it was too much, too much to bear. I decided to bury it and say, well, we're here now. I mean, uh, you know, let's try and make this work. You know, let's try and stay together and, you know, make it work for the sake of the baby. Because now I was faced with a huge decision on my hands. I had to pick, okay, do I want to be a single mom? Which was kind of like the worst thing that I could ever think could ever happen to me. Prior to this, I was like, that's the last thing I would want in my life, you know? Or do I basically take back this manipulative using abuser and, you know, help him to stay in the country? (laughs) And believe me, that was the worst decision that I ever made in my entire life. Of my years, I swear, that was the worst decision I ever made to hand over my passport on that fateful day and help that man stay in the country, okay? Refusing to accept the truth. So I think a couple months later, again, I was, you know, on his laptop and I found something that he had downloaded, I think, maybe a month before he told me. Because, you know, I think Microsoft shows you the date um, that you downloaded the thing, right? So it showed me the date that he had downloaded this information. It was like a booklet from, I think, the um, passport office on, you know, basically how you can get your passport when you you marry somebody in the country, right? So I was thinking, this is all pre-planned and immediately just raised those feelings up within me all over again. This is just all a sham, isn't it? This is all just, you know, again, very, very painful stuff. Like, how could somebody do that to trick you to that point that you've actually given up your your whole, you know, um, what do you call it, your, um, you know, you're sacrificing your body for this person, you know, creating an offspring, you know, another generation for this person. And it's all based on staying in the United Kingdom. You know, this person actually takes me for a joke, an actual joke, you know, an actual joke. But obviously, you know, when confronted about that situation, he obviously denied, oh my God, no, I was just looking and this and that. I just wanted to get some information and, you know, giving it all of that. And I knew it was all BS. I knew it was, but it was just easier for me to just sound out the pain, just, you know, sedate me with the, with, with this nonsensical excuse than to actually swallow the pain, the truth that you know, this is all for nothing, absolutely nothing, you know, this is all a bid just to get somebody a burgundy coloured passport, this is insane, like, I'm dealing with my whole um, reproductive system here, I mean, what else can a woman give, you know, putting my whole reproductive system on the line for you in exchange for a red passport, like, I am so ashamed, like, really, and that is that is just staple wickedness because a normal person 
a normal human being would never do something like that. That's almost, that's inhumane, you know? Getting somebody to sacrifice their reproductive system just so you could stay in the country, that is just the, the, the epitome of selfishness and wickedness, you know? And obviously when confronted about it, still lying. I mean, to this day, <laughs> till this day, still lying about it and a whole bunch of other things, might I add, you know? complete distortion of reality and that's that is wickedness and that's why I say even till today still wicked still in denial that they've they've done any evil they've, they've done any wrongdoing you know most of them even if they do admit to wrongdoing it will be temporary it would be a temporary admittance of of their faults and it's just probably a bid just to get you back so what for what to just rope you back into the cycle of abuse all over again so they can harm you more insult you more manipulate humiliate you even more just go around in circles until you leave them or dump them or say it's over and then they hoover you back up oh no I didn't mean this I didn't mean that you know let's get back together let's be a family you know as I heard too often in my situation you know until I decided no I got to throw the family away I'm sorry because if this comes at the cost of my own health physical health mental health like, I can't do it. Like, the cost is too high. The price is too high for me to pay in exchange for this alleged family, you know? It's, it's just not worth it. And I don't think anything, under any circumstance, any kind of abuse is going to be worth it for you to stay in that, hoping that this wicked person, because we have to just accept that some people are just wicked to the bone, you know? Some people are wicked, they're rotten from the inside out. They might be polished, sprayed in gold, you know, drip, drip, but they're rotten. They are rotten human beings, I'm telling you. you the sooner you you um, accept that, the better that some people are ravenous wolves with absolutely no conscience and they, they will do, <laughs> they will not stop until they destroy you mentally, physically, what have you, you know? There are some soulless people out there. Let's understand that. Stop thinking, looking at the best in people. Like people think that that's like a good trait, you know. I always like to see the best in people. That is not a good thing. That is not a good thing. What you need to be doing is <laughs> looking at people with a, um, you know, with a critical eye at least. You know, I'm not saying go around thinking everybody's a bad person, you know, guilty until proven otherwise. But we definitely have to have some kind of weariness about us. And yeah, it's a shame we can't just, you know, take somebody's nice, um, nice conversation or approach or what have you, you know, just like that. We have to start thinking, wow, you know, this person might have ulterior motives for me. You know, why are they trying to befriend me? Why are they trying to, uh, you know, ask me questions about... We have to start thinking like that because we don't want to be betrayed. We don't want to be played. We don't want to be misused, abused, you know, taken advantage of. So it's better that we have our, um, our critical eye working for us 
you know, and thinking, just always having in the back of your mind, nobody's saying that you can't go out and socialize genuinely and stuff, but you know, we've got to just keep in the back of our minds, mm, mm, you know, mm, mm, okay, let me not get too close, let me not share too much, let me know. You know, we we have to protect ourselves. That's the thing, because wicked people don't change. You know, if somebody's abused you yesterday, the chances are they're going to abuse you next week. If it's not next week, it's definitely going to be next month. If it's not next month, it's going to be next year. Okay. Once somebody has abused you, the first time that somebody abuses you is probably the hardest time because they don't know if they're going to lose you. They don't know if that's the time you're going to be like, oh my God, you just you just abused me, this is unacceptable, so that's actually the hardest time for them to actually get away with, but from you've let them get away with it, by not leaving them, and you're still with them, the chances are they're going to do it again, it doesn't matter the amount of time between the incidents, they are 100% likely to do that again, it might not even be the, the same form of abuse, it might be a different form of abuse, but once they have revealed themselves to be an abuser, I think it's time to just let it go. Because there are too many people out there who are not abusive. Beautiful people. Beautiful people that wouldn't even think of even harming you. So why would you put yourself out there, you know? Why would you put yourself out there to be abused by another human being, you know? Why does that human being get so much you know, uh, why did they get so much right in this world to be able to abuse another person? And that person is you. That person is actually you. You're giving the person the right to abuse you further. No, it needs to stop. It needs to stop. And the only person that can stop that is you. You have to put your foot down. You have to come to a realization that this is not worth it. This person is likely to abuse me next year and the year after that and the year after that. They're likely to keep doing it. Why? Because we've got the data to prove that they are likely to keep doing it. Okay? You've got the data. You don't, you don't, you can't see into the future. You don't know otherwise. You can only go off what you have seen. You can't go off what you haven't seen. Oh, yeah, she's going to change or he's going to change. You know, you know, I, I've told him what I don't like and, you know, what he needs to improve on. You know, he he agreed to it. You know, she agreed to it. So, you know, we're going to see some change. You are not going to see any changes. And even if you do, it's temporary. There's only a matter of time before another blow up and they say all those mean things to you, criticize you, belittle you, bring up your past, tell you you can't do any better. Where are you going to go? Where are you going to move on to? Nobody will want you. You're used up. You're this, you're that, you know, hitting you, doing all sorts of stuff. There's only a matter of time before they start their BS again. You know, I'm telling you, so do not waste your time on an abusive person because wicked people stay wicked. I don't care what nobody says. There's no kind of, of redemption for the, No, they stay wicked. If they're really wicked people, they stay wicked. It's not worth even investing another minute of time. Get out of there. Give yourself a chance at a new life with a new person who will appreciate you and love you genuinely, would not think of laying a hand on you, will not think of even abusing you, making you even feel bad about yourself in any type of way. 
you know? Imagine having a partner like that, that they would feel so bad if they were ever to make you feel any less of yourself. They were ever to make you feel bad about yourself. They were ever, you know, try and make you feel sad. They would actually feel sad themselves, you know? And that's what it's all about, that level of empathy. Not these these horrible, wicked people that are just wolves. They don't care. Tear you to shreds, leave you bleeding on the street, you know? Why does that person get the rights to abuse you? You, a beautiful human being. No, let's take that right from them. Let's take that right, let's take that power from them. And give it to ourselves because we got the power to choose in life and say what we want and create our own futures. So what future do you want to choose? A future with this monster who's already shown you who they are? Or another one with somebody who wouldn't even think of abusing you? You know? That's all we have time for. Um, you've been listening to Ignite Your Light with Zara Black. If you have any comments, questions, or want to share your experience, send me a message on one of my social media channels. That is Zara Black. That's X-A-R-A Black. Thanks for listening.